expressed on this podcast, as well as all episodes of the Grape Thread podcast, are solely host opinions. Our content should not be taken as indisputable and is for entertainment purposes. Threadheads, welcome to the Grateful Thread podcast, where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. Pull up a seat because you can always sit with us. We're your host. I'm Ashlyn. I don't have anything to say right here. I'm kind of disappointed that I forgot what I was going to say. So Lacey. <laughs> oh, I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio. I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts. And I think I do a dance every time we do. So every time you start talking in this podcast. Got to jiggle. Yeah. Got to put some so club excited. music on. I get so excited. <laughs> uh, I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts and we are in a blanket fort. It is a dope blanket fort. <laughs> yeah. This is why we started a podcast. Um, describing this blanket fort for you, we have a blanket on our table and we are in a corner and we've taken all of Lacey's couch cushions off and we have stacked them along the sides of us. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We'll and share a picture. I need to now vacuum my couch out because all of it, but now they're out and I can do it. I, I mean, do. we don't eat on our couch and there's more crumbs on our couch. <laughs> Tell me where they come from. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> Um, hey, before we get started, I wanted to read you a review. The reviews are the best part of all of this. Well, there's a lot of good things, but this is a good one. <laughs> um, so this is from Nat on the pod. Uh, they say, great intro to all things quilting. Thanks for starting this fun quilty podcast. Found you from a recommendation from another quilt podcast. And I've been binging your episodes all Sunday afternoon. Looking forward to listening as you progress. You guys, if you're new around here, you better binge quickly. Otherwise, we're going to keep stacking these episodes. And the more you get behind, like, you're just... Got to stay caught up. Yeah, you got to get caught up. Start with our origin, then build up. Every other Monday. (laughs) It's been fun. Um, So, but make sure that you share... Uh, what you're doing while you're listening. Yeah. I think I love those even more than the reviews is seeing people pop into our inbox with like a selfie. Uh-huh. Selfies and trimming half square triangles and long arming and eating and lunch breaking. And Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at the Grateful Thread Podcast. And our hashtag is hashtag you can sit with us. You can sit with us. Yeah. Whenever we, you want. We love, we love when you slide into our DMs and just tell us stuff. It's great. <laughs> yep. Um, hey, another thing, uh, merch. Let's talk merch. You can support us with uh, buying a t-shirt on our website, thegratefulthreadpodcast.com. You can just Venmo us directly, too. That's that, fine. too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Lacey, <laughs> at Ashlyn. <laughs> uh, support us with merch. Uh, keeps us going. Also, make sure, like, share, do all the things, all Comment. the buttons. If you could take time out of your week this week and just like share your favorite episode with a quilty friend and just get them started on our episodes we would be yeah it doesn't have to be the newest one yeah we'd be so thankful Mm -hmm. especially because they are stacking up which is so great yeah and it's fun to see people uh there was one who messaged and said that they had just came back from a quilting break for a couple of years. What was it? 10 years or something? Yeah. Who does that? Who does that? Like took a break for 10 years and then they're like, Hey, well, I just started your podcast and I just binged them all. And it was like, well, welcome back to the community. Right. How could you, how could you leave? I can't fathom. I'm not well, judging you. I just truly can't fathom. Well, we can talk about it. Cause I think that it's going to be part of our episode today. <laughs> oh yeah. I did write the show notes or the outline. 
<laughs> uh, anything else on merch? Um, no. Check back often. Ash is always adding more yeah. designs. Yeah, we have a cool new thing coming up mm -hmm. um, next month. But grab... When you see things, you should grab them because we will be rotating stuff. And I think once it's gone, yeah. we'll probably keep it gone and like bring in fresh stuff because the website gets kind of overwhelming if you're constantly like mm -hmm. just adding and piling. So we try to keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it minimal. <laughs> All the things. Okay. So for this episode, we're talking about creative burnout. Um, what is it? Why does it make me want to stay far away from it? <laughs> and do you want to start us off? Do you yeah. have a little definition? A little definition. A little defi? Webster's Dictionary. Actually, this is from Bing.com, <laughs> which is the modern day dictionary, right? <laughs> um, pause. We have to give props to my child's elementary school for winning the school or the class, maybe. I don't actually know. Reading challenge. My seven-year-old got a dictionary. What? She thinks this thing is the coolest <laughs> what? thing she's ever seen in her life. She's never seen a dictionary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she didn't know there that there was a thing with all the words in one place because we use the internet now. And so I've been failing my kids. We go to the library. They read constantly. Don't know what, a dictionary. what year was it? Like a current? It's a brand new dictionary. I didn't even know they still made dictionaries. <laughs> But the thing that I think really solidifies this as her favorite object is that they wrapped it in furry, like faux fur, what? and then put like a mouth and a tongue. Like, what's the, <laughs> is that on Harry Potter with the book, uh -huh. with the fate? Like, oh, uh, no, uh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Is it with the eyeball? <laughs> Uh, nope not it's not that creepy it's like it's <laughs> cute like and oh, she, okay. you can open it and it looks like a little pet what? she sleeps with a dictionary <laughs> hey threadheads this is sound engineer nick the dictionary they are referencing was crafted to look like the monster book of monsters from harry potter number three harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban sorry lacy it is not the spell book from hocus pocus a quick internet search of Monster Book of Monsters DIY will show you the type of book our seven-year-old is sleeping with. Your kids are going to be like... Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are nerds. They are currently nerds. We will see how they turn out. <laughs> That's incredible. You should have looked up creative burnout in the dictionary. I should have had her do it. <laughs> Joyfully looking up creative burnout for her mom. <laughs> All right. Well... Creative burnout is, it's a state of exhaustion that affects one ability to think or perform creatively. It can be caused by various factors such as stress, pressure, fatigue, or lack of inspiration. It can have different symptoms such as frustration, anger, depression, procrastination, check, 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 tiredness, or lack of motivation. It can also last for different periods of time, from weeks to months or even years. It can make one feel like they have drained all their creativity or creative juices. Uh, so let's just get the elephant out of the room. What's your experience with creative burnout, Lacey? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Currently in it? Currently in it. <laughs> Currently experiencing this definition. Um, yeah, it's it, that's a good definition for it. Yeah, I think that definition casts a pretty wide net because I wouldn't consider myself to have 
or have experienced creative burnout mm-hmm. and that I'm like, hmm, is that creative burnout or is it ADHD? <laughs> is the quote of the day. <laughs> Story of my life. That's going to be our quote that we're going to post. <laughs> Spoiler, that's what our new t-shirts are going oh, to yeah. say. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Um, so yes, my experience with creative burnout is I feel like it happens often, but like you said, is it creative burnout or just burnout in general? Because both you and I have children and husbands and a house to run. And so the prospect and thought of then turning around and trying to make something can get really hard. And then on top of that, running a business around it, which if you haven't listened to our monetizing your hobby or episode Mm -hmm. from two episodes ago, go listen to that because it is, it gets, it gets really daunting. Yeah. And I know for me, I made that black and white quilt last year and it was great, but I, I genuinely have not made anything for myself in four years. Well, that was the first time that you made anything for yourself, like like your jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, like you don't own any quilts that you've made for yourself. Nope. I, I own nothing that yeah. I've made. Wow, that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> How many quilts do you have that you made for yourself? Two. Okay. I mean, technically like four <laughs> or five. Still, though, it's been a year. But I, we only use two. The other ones are like in the closet because they're like too precious. Yeah. Yeah. So how how do you think it's different from regular burnout? creative burnout for me i i separate it because creativity is almost like my my route back into life and joy you since i've known you my entire life like creativity fuels me Mm -hmm. um so i i don't know i i personally would separate the two because i i don't get burned out from being creative that that energizes me it's all the other things that i need to be creative in order to handle right (laughs) which i'm like maybe that is just creative burnout and i'm so burnt out because i'm trying to do all the things right and but you also have to remember you have all the time to do all the things too right but i don't know it's sometimes too because you get like a a glimpse of like oh i want to do that and i'm afraid if i don't act on it it's not going to happen which is what happens to me all the time yeah. Because I have an idea for something and then I get distracted by memory quilts and all the other things. And then I never actually jump on that idea. And then it just, it's a fleeting thought and it goes away and then I never see it again. Right. And I'm well, like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> well, we'll get to it in a minute, but like over consumption and over availability of resources and ideas and inspiration is, can be a big contributor to creative burnout when well, you, yeah. when you feel like there's so much to do. So much. And you you will absolutely never, ever, ever complete all the things that you want to make. Mm-hmm. That's something that I really struggle with. Like, I I didn't hit a crisis when I turned 30, but I was just like, oh my gosh. I have, I'm already 30 and I haven't made all the things that I want to make. I haven't created all the things that I want to create. Yeah. Like, I'm going to start crying because, like, I'm, I'm super emotional about it. Like, there's not enough time on this planet to make all the things that I want to make. Because as you make them, new things pop up. Yeah. You know. That's depressing That's, in and of itself. I'm sorry. 
well. So that's the next thing. You need to make sure that uh, it isn't an, a depression or a deeper underlying issue as right. well. Health-wise, emotional, mm-hmm. right. psychological. Mm-hmm. Right. And therapy. I'm a big advocate for therapy. If you're listening to this and it's January and you were just crying about how you have no ideas and you're just so sad all the time about how being creative is hard, it might be... Mm-hmm. seasonal depression <laughs> january is hard because no february's the b word <laughs> and march <laughs> march is like tuesday well and then now we have like unseasonable rain like and my husband is just not okay right now <laughs> i was gonna marco you on my way down here because it was raining and i was it just was like again. rain i was well, we're like living the, the for two it. o'clock afternoon rain it hasn't stopped raining it hasn't stopped snowing utah's flooding like yeah, it's all of this stuff, and it's we've had to really lean into making sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So yeah, yeah make sure that it's more than it's not just creative burnout. Yeah, if it is more, get help. You need to. Yep. Yeah. Um, we I did when we were researching this. I found an article from Design dot com that mentioned consuming more than you're creating, and I think that's something that like you and I are opposites on. Mm-hmm. Like you and I can both say we spent so much time on social media in one day and what I turned around and do from that and what you turn around Uh and probably don't do Uh is like a really interesting observation to me. Totally. (laughs) Because even like when we were just talking about it, you were like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I haven't (laughs) thought about that. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. Like my, my social media intake is social. It's like you DM me. I had somebody message me and ask about my long arm machine and I chatted with her for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And I'm there for the media. (laughs) (laughs) I love everybody on there. Otherwise I wouldn't be there, but I'm like, I'm there to like get ideas and like, I'm constantly researching. I'm not really pulling from a creative source. I'm there for business mostly. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm observing how successful people lead their employees or how they are marketing, how they're strategizing. I'm watching reels, not because I enjoy reels. (laughs) Does anybody enjoy reels? I'm listening to the audio. I'm saving those audio clips Mm -hmm. to apply to my own marketing. And I, I don't, I mean... I don't say I never, but I rarely get pulled into the comparison game. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I like I have intentions of getting online and finding like creativity and inspiration. But I get sucked into uh, comparison pretty quick and I get sucked into um, right now. I feel very crippled on what to post on social media because you have one silly thing get a lot of views you have to, you feel like you have to keep that up. And suddenly I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know what I want my platform to look like. I don't know. So I just literally have stopped posting because I'm like overwhelmed. Um, and then I get caught in the comparison as far as who's better than me. This person is better than me, but then I also get into well, I'm better than that person. Yeah. And that's, I feel like a worse place to be because you feel like you have to maintain Mm -hmm. being better than somebody. Right. Right. social media and you have to that maintain, you don't know yeah and you have to maintain like this perfect 
Instagram page and because again, I'm only there for the social and then I get one video blowing up and then now people messaging me aren't, it's not personal anymore. I feel like I'm just getting caught in like this business side. It's like a transactional. Yeah. That's just kind of been really hard for me to adjust to, which has led into the burnout. I'm like, well, yeah, I have a lot of Instagram <laughs> followers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, and, and too, like I'll, I'll post stories. Like I'm getting really hesitant on what to post. I have, to, I've had to be really careful before. It was just kind of like, yeah, oh yeah, this is fun. But I've had people come at me about, you know, well, you shouldn't do it this way. And I'm like, I don't like having all these followers. Cause with the success comes. <laughs> what is with what great Leslie said at the beginning of all this. <laughs> What's um, Spider-Man? Great powers comes great responsibility. Remember, kid, with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) I should know because I have a baby Spider-Man. Oh, two baby (laughs) Spider-Mans. He goes everywhere in that costume. So cute. I know. It's just, it's fun. Um, Anything else under that, like, utilizing i i don't know we can go maybe we can do a full episode about comparison that's a good one that'd be a good one um yeah like community i mean it really comes down which is why we started all this is to have community over competition and competition you know and it's one of my dearest friends melissa she has over a hundred thousand followers and you would never guess i was actually really intimidated by her at first because she she lives just down the street from me she's a very successful long-arm quilter and uh, talking to her, she's just, you know, she doesn't let that get to her because she's like, I know that numbers don't matter. And just trying to stay focused on that helps um, just with the social media burnout of it as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that comparison trap can really, really mess you up. Mm-hmm. And like, you just don't know what that other person is going through or carrying, what they're doing not on social media. Right. And it's healthy to not be on social media. Right. If you start feeling yourself, I, I know I'll tell my husband when I can feel myself scrolling, like I'm in a hole, get me out. Pull me you, out. Just, you have to, you have to shut it off and go get some sunshine and yeah. slow down. And snuggle a chicken. Snuggle a chicken. <laughs> I did snuggle a chicken last week. <laughs> a little chicken. Yeah. There's just like so much behind closed doors that goes on. Like, if you are looking at somebody that is super successful, it's like they're probably paying somebody. They've mm-hmm. probably hired out part of their life. Absolutely. And if you're still in analog doing absolutely everything mm-hmm. yourself and you're comparing yourself to that person who hires a nanny. Right. Three times a week to come watch their kids so they can do computer work mm-hmm. or hire somebody to make food for them for sure like how much how much food am i making nowadays zero like i i'm we're eating out more than we ever have but i'm you also i think at some point have to just lean into it and lean into the chaos and let it work itself out as long as it's nothing more than creative burnout not depression you know let's talk about ways that you can like combat creative burnout yeah um i know for me, and I, and you have mentioned this, um, trying something new. I'm off to start a new hobby. <laughs> Let's try something new. I don't know if I'll ever give up quilting. I like, I can't imagine not quilting. Right. 
It's like the best thing ever. I will probably die quilting. Like, actually, I will be quilting as I die. Right? Kind of like how I fall asleep doing computer work. <laughs> That's so funny last week. I was drawing these boxes in. <laughs> I was making a checklist, a to-do list, and I kept falling asleep. <laughs> that is burnout. That's what's gonna is burnout. That's what's gonna happen to you when you die. You're just gonna like mid-stitch. At least to like die happy. That's yeah, happy as then. Yeah, I think so. As long as it's not soon. Oh yeah, no, not soon. Then I, yeah, I have so many more quilts to make. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many things, so little time. Yeah, so something new. Outside of quilting, outside of your hobby, um, my husband and I just bought tomato plants yesterday. So we're going to put a garden in. <laughs> Maybe that'll help. <laughs> and then I'll get inspired to make a quilt that looks like tomatoes. Yeah. You know, whatever. Whatever inspiration you need. Chickens, tomatoes, uh-huh. full farm. Um, I mean, along trying something new, it can even just be within your current hobby or skill range like you could try a new (laughs) I don't know applique Mm -hmm. technique you could try buy that weird ruler that you've been eyeing at the fabric store every time and Mm -hmm. make the pineapple quilt so maybe you're the pineapple quilt lady (laughs) right maybe you're the collage (laughs) the art collage quilter collage quilter um I think too uh signing up for a class Mm -hmm. I when I taught paper piecing a couple weeks ago there was a girl there who I'm like, anybody take paper piecing? She's like, oh yeah, I love it. And I was kind of shocked that it was somebody who already knew how to paper piece was taking a class from me. Cause I thought, well, I don't know any more than, you know, you should be teaching this. <laughs> what you are know? you doing here? <laughs> and, and she ended up finding a couple tips that I knew and she taught me a couple things as well, but being in a community around other people, um, in a class, I think it helps you to slow down too in a class cause you're not trying to produce as fast as you can yeah you're just like there to learn and slow your mind down That's yeah really good too. maybe i don't know we might even be like over exaggerating this burnout when it's like maybe it doesn't apply to like just quote just mm-hmm. unquote <laughs> hobby quilters yeah and like if you're not monetizing your hobby maybe you don't feel that burnout as much like you don't have a time frame yeah i mean i'm sure you're making baby blankets and wedding gifts and such but as far as needing to produce content or something like maybe maybe that doesn't hit you as hard Mm -hmm. but i do know people that have lost their sojo And, and never come back yeah you know and never and just are like i am over this and again i think it could be the the array of content that there is there's so many books so many videos so many you know yeah like and and then i feel bad for beginner quilters because you know in the facebook groups they come on and they're like i don't even know where to start yeah it's like and then the comments are well here's a free pattern and then there's like 60 comments of free patterns like that's not helping the not even that it's the well you should do this it's like cool i don't even know what that means (laughs) thank you right like oh guys the facebook groups i've had to like step away yeah because the same we have talked about it on a past episode a little bit about that, like compliment sandwich mm-hmm. and receiving feedback. And I would say like, if somebody says they're a new quilter, just shut up. Don't yeah. say any, don't give them any tips. Right. <laughs> right. Like if they are interested in 
making their next quilt better, they're going to do it. (laughs) Right. Like they're not blind to their mistakes. Mm -hmm. So you pointing it out doesn't make you an expert. It makes you a (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Uh, Nick's going to bleep that out. (laughs) This is a family friendly show. It's so true. Like, and it, that just feeds into people getting worried about what they're doing. Right. You know, and you just don't want to put people down. And that leads to creative burnout because they feel like they are in a box and they can't do X, Y, Z because some internet stranger said, you suck at this right. on your first quilt. Exactly. It's so <laughs> sad. Right. And it's just like, I, I just think that like, had you and I not kept going through all that, like, where would I be? I, I actually was, um, I have, I'm making, I am making a New York beauty quilt this year. I'm going to do it. I have the fabric. So I need to not lose my creative push on this one. But, um, our friend Gigi, Mm -hmm. like always, um, she's going to help me through it. And I found a picture of the New York beauty block that I made eight years ago for a, um, a mini quilt swap. And I, I'm like, I got to look at that picture. And I pulled it up and I was like, whoa, like I have come so far since that picture and I hadn't realized it. I haven't looked at it, you know, and just I'm excited to see what I'm going to produce this year because my style has changed so much. And I, I'd be sad if I gave it up when I wanted to give it up a couple of years ago. I mean, I I shut my door. Yeah, like two years ago. I was like, done. I am done with this. I it's too much. And I'm I'm so glad I stayed with it. And I want people to stay with was it. Was that even two years ago? That was like one year ago. Um, It was like right after the C word. Yeah. Because I stopped during the, which is when every the C word. The C word. C-O word. C-O-V-I-D word. Because <laughs> a lot of people... <laughs> Not that one. Not that one. Not cancer. <laughs> Not cancer. <laughs> Not COVID word. No, but there was a lot of quilters that came out from COVID, you know, pandemic. I know there's a girl pandemic quilter mm-hmm. that I... It was really cool to see them come out but i was in the mindset of like i don't want to do this and then i look back i'm like why wasn't i quilting during why wasn't i non-stop quilting yeah because i just did not have it in my brain mentally so i'm anyway i'm glad i stuck with it so um another way to battle the um, burnout is to simplify yeah how how would you simplify ash did we do are you being challenged enough yeah we did is that we what we were just classes. ranting about? Yeah, we were just talking about doing classes. Oh, I think that was about trying something new. Oh, no, maybe we're not. I think we skipped that. Oh. We'll, we'll circle back in a minute. Simplifying. Simplify. How would you simplify? Um, Not running a business on the thing that you love. <laughs> so, <right>? so true. <laughs> I like sometimes daydream and fantasize about like what my life would be like if I just quilted stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, It's a pretty cool life. <laughs> Not ran a business. I don't make any money. It's hard, though, because it's like you get that urge, like that rush of, I got a call yesterday. Hey, do you make t-shirt clothes? Yes, I do. Yeah. But yeah, see, also, my best friends are from quilting. Like, the people that I love the most in this whole world are because I'm running the business side of quilting. I don't think I would have done just like a quilt Instagram. Because I feel like... In my world now with quilting, there I enjoy being having a little bit more than just the hobby. It it does that challenges me just enough. Yeah. But on the business side, like I love the challenge of 
uh, when people give me their t-shirts and it's like, I want to make it the best for them. Yeah. That's something else I want to add to simplify is if you are feeling creative burnout or comparison from Quiltstagram, Mm -hmm. um, get off of Quiltstagram, like just go away, delete that or like take that account off of your whatever mm-hmm. your sign in for a bit yep. don't log in yeah. stay off of it it's fine you'll be fine it'll be fine and connect to people in real life yes. i know that there's a lot of like rural quilters that don't have a lot i that's something that we've heard so much in the last like six months holy crap we've been doing this for six months I cry and I love it <laughs> don't so start much. crying because i'll start crying <laughs> and then i'll start thinking about all the projects that i won't get to do before i die <laughs> No, but, yeah, we're like doing, we're killing it. I love it. There's a lot of people that are isolated and don't have mm-hmm. great guilds around them. But if you take or remove yourself from quilt Instagram and you go or commit to going to an in-person guild once a month. Yeah. Think about the time that you're saving scrolling Instagram, feeling crappy about yourself. Mm-hmm. Apply that to in-person relationships an hour, an hour and a half away. Yeah. That's to so the nearest true. town. Mm-hmm. And go foster those friendships once a month and have them pour into you. That's so true. Versus random people that you are never going to meet in person, like mm-hmm. just taking from your soul. It's so true. Unknowingly. You know, they're perf- They're great people. but Everybody's great. Everybody's great. And like, they and don't... Everybody's do- we're all doing the same thing. We all feel the same way. Right. But yeah, delete your app. Yeah. Just for a minute. Yeah, go meet some real people. Mm-hmm. I, I felt very insecure about being, quote, a t-shirt quilter. Because it's, oh, you just make t-shirts. T-shirt, that's just all you do, you know? And But I will tell you, I finish quilts, and I love it so much that I'm like, I need to stop going down that route. Yeah. And do what I love, you know? Yeah. And if it's, I mean, you don't have to share content every day. Exactly. So like, true. I think that is a big... Maybe this needs to be another separate episode about <laughs> just Quiltstagram in general. Like yeah. the people that are posting content every day are running a business. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop comparing yourself to them Yeah, because they are trying to make money. Right. You don't need to post your hobby every day to stay relevant. You can engage with those businesses and engage with the people, the other people commenting and like, Try to connect in that way right. instead. Like you don't, well, you don't need to do that. They are marketing. They are engaging sure. in business. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I get zero uh, connections for t-shirt quilts on Instagram. Now, partly my t- my Instagram is, has no t-shirt quilts on it because they all look the same. So I'm like, I'm not going to show my feet. Like my website has all the t-shirt quilts. And so um, I don't get a lot of clients from Instagram. So that's partly why I'm like, why am I even on Instagram? Because, I mean, maybe it's just that I am, I have like a, a space online, but a lot of my clients are boomers. Yeah. I love you, boomers. Because their kids are in high school. They're finding me on Facebook, right? Boomers are like grandparents. Like their grandchildren are graduating high school. Yeah. But, I mean, do you remember a few months ago when you were upset about that? And I was like, you don't post about them on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. So people don't know that that's what you do, Lacey. <laughs> Because I'm a little bit shy about it. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit shy about it. And it's okay that you just, quote, just, unquote, (laughs) share (laughs) your other projects. Right. You don't have to have your business be on Instagram. Exactly. 
Instagram doesn't have to be a business. Having a quilt Instagram does not equal business. quilt business. Mic drop. It's so true, which is why I've posted nothing in the last <laughs> week, and it's been really great. <laughs> anyway, um, that was simplifying. Delete the Instagram if you need. Yeah. Circle back Circle to back. are you being challenged enough yeah. in your quilting? Are is, you being are, challenged enough? Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, the answer is actually no, because I spend a lot of time making my own patterns for samples and yeah. stuff like that. But when I am able to make an art quilt, I am being challenged um, because a lot of times I have to go learn a new technique to accomplish what <laughs> I need to do. Because <laughs> shocking, everything I do is a new skill. <laughs> So far, I don't. I tallied up my quilts the other day, and I am at fifty-four quilts. That's awesome. In thirteen months. That's insane. <laughs> at the time of this recording. <laughs> at the time of this recording. But I mean, a lot of those are duplicates. But that's the part that is that puts me bordering on creative burnout. Is when I have to make multiple quilts that are the same, but yeah. in just different fabrics. Right. Right. Like, sure. I love my overpass quilt, but I've made it five times, four times. <laughs> okay, I'm <done. laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done making it. Uh -huh. So, and yeah, it's not not my style, but that's not the quilt that I choose to make yeah. in my free time. Right. Right. And I think, too, um, that it, it all changes, right? Because when you did start the overpass pattern, that was like the new big thing, the first pattern. And it was really great. And now that like that's kind of like, okay, what's the next thing? Yeah. I mean, even even when I made it, I was like, this is not what I choose to make with my creative energy, mm -hmm. essentially. But what my business is, because those are separate, right. yeah. is that I create modern, edgier quilt patterns mm -hmm. for people that don't have my brain. Right. That, that don't do that on their own. And that's what I, who I cater to. And so. people who are getting into quilting, that like you can make this modern yeah. baby quilt quickly. Yep. yep. Which is so great because there's a need for that. Yeah. Yeah. So are you getting challenged enough? That's a good question. <laughs> and I mean, a way to combat that is try a new quilt. Mm -hmm. um, back to what I was saying, like this might need to be its own episode is that I think the quilting industry moves a little bit too fast. Like it's a oh constant, yes. all the, and I'm like a big proponent of this. And this was my crisis four months ago, trying to figure out where I fit in, uh -huh. in this like sustainability movement. Yes. When like my business relies on movement yeah, and not like stagnant. I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> Even Gigi and I were just talking about that because her and I started quilting the same about the same time, 2016, when it really took off. Mm -hmm. And even since then, it's changed so fast. Yeah. It's it's whiplash. Every Friday, Friday seems to be the popular date for pattern re like releases. Yeah. And every Friday, it's like five, ten new patterns. And I'm like, when when did this happen? Uh -huh. I feel like I'm missing out on a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really tempted to buy patterns and make them. That's not my mo so i don't feel left behind in that what i feel is the like stress of 
the hobby quilter feeling like things are moving too fast. Absolutely. I feel their stress for that. Dude, that's so true. And that's exactly I'm pinpointed how I felt. <laughs> I've yeah. felt the last two years. And like I recognize that you can't purchase every single one of my patterns and uh-huh. make it as fast as I produce them. Like right, and everybody else who's yeah, making them every three months. I mean, even <laughs> even with the patterns though, too. Even with uh, the Modern Quilt Guild. Okay, here's the next. Oh yeah, con. every here's month the outreach program. Yeah. Here's this quilt you can make. Here's and it's like there's so many and there's so many things I want to be a part of that that almost becomes crippling because there's so much. Make a quilt for sustainability. Make a quilt for this using these colors. And I'm just like I'm so overwhelmed by all the options. Right. I don't know where to start. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like if you are making stuff. Back. I mean, again, like I don't want to either I don't want to shame anybody that's making stuff because it relaxes them and it's quick they can bring it out and make it in a day and put it away there's nothing wrong with that but if you are feeling creative burnout and that's what you're doing Mm -hmm. maybe you need to embark on a pattern that's going to take you three months to work on which is why I want I want to do the New York Beauty because I feel like I I want something that's going to help slow me down and that's not, I mean, t-shirt quilts are just blocks and squares and it's just easy for me. I, I feel like my brain needs something a little bit more technical. Uh, part of it is uh, with our Modern Quilt Guild a couple weeks ago, we did the mini quilt challenge and making something small really fueled me. I yeah. was like, okay, I think I need to. <laughs> yeah, working with the fabric that you chose. That I chose. On a pattern that you chose. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit crazy of a fabric than I, what I usually use for any anything I've ever used in my life. Yeah. And I was like, I think I kind of like this. But when you bought the fabric, you were obsessed with it. And then it sat in my closet for a yeah. year because I was too scared to use it. And even making that mini quilt, I was like, I don't know about this. This is a little out there. And it ended up being a fan favorite, which made me feel good. But also it was a whole other thing. I mean, <laughs> I thought, go ahead and talk. Let's talk about it. So Lacey and I use this term. I, I don't know if I coined it, but I call it mental gymnastics. Yes. And it's the hoops that you have to jump through to validate your thought process, uh-huh. your imaginary dilemma. Uh-huh. Hence therapy for Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Let's share. Let's unpack so, that, Lacey. So I made a mini quilt and then I hated it when I started it. So I started a new one, but I hated it more. So I went back to the original because I was like, it's due literally in four hours and I have to make something. <laughs> so I put together this mini quilt. It's on my Instagram if you want to see it. And it's about the size of a license plate. And it said Salt Lake Modern Quilt Guild, well, SLMKG in graffiti print. And I was panicking when I took it. And it was opened, and it was white elephant gift exchange yep. at the Modern Quilt Guild. So you get you it gets stolen twice, and the second one gets to keep it. It was opened, and then Ashlyn steals it. And I was like, oh, that's so nice that Ashlyn knows that I was really insecure about this, and she would pick it because that's a big deal that my sister-in-law wants this thing, but that she for sure, like... <laughs> She's just it. being She's nice. She's just being nice. Then, to turn around on the next turn, our friend Gigi who, you know, we've talked about Gigi, steals it from Ashlyn. And I actually thought to myself, oh, they for sure planned that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. They planned this before they showed up. And I I was offended (laughs) that you thought that I would waste my time plotting. Because I didn't think it was good enough that anybody liked it. Yeah, I hated that so much that you uh-huh. did that mental gymnastics to I like... I Gigi and she was laugh crying. 
<laughs> I think Gigi and I had the same reaction. <laughs> yeah. So that that was a good learning experience and realizing like, yeah, I, I have a lot of things to work on in that realm, which is why I have, I want to, I need to move into that next realm of what I need to make for me and break out of that creative burnout right. in that realm. Yeah. I think, I think many people could be benefited by putting away the 24 piece puzzle, Mm -hmm. pulling out a hundred piece yes, or 500. You don't have to jump into the thousand, 3000, like me and Lacey. (laughs) We don't actually do that for quilting. We do that for real life puzzles. Like in one night. That was so fun. (laughs) Story time. We had a family little staycation and we were at this condo and our kids were staying with grandma and grandpa in their room a different floor and instead of being wild crazy childless adults (laughs) we rearranged the condo furniture to better serve our puzzle making we moved the whole living room like not a single piece of furniture was in its original state (laughs) we were sitting on the couches and two puzzles, right? Two, two puzzles. Was it thousand piece puzzles? Yeah, we did oh, that two. second night. I was like, my eyes are bleeding. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I think just picking something more challenging, not something easy, like easy. Yeah. There's a balance there, though. Like if you choose something that's a little too ambitious, feet. you're going to get overwhelmed yep. and you're not going to want to pull that out. And then you're going to feel like a failure because right. you haven't finished mm-hmm. it. Yep. So know your balance. Yeah. Um, lastly, uh, spark inspiration, inspiration or creativity, um, tips on that. I think, I think finding what brings you joy and what making a conscious effort to note when you feel like, oh, I should make this into a quilt. Mm -hmm. What are those moments? Are you out walking around your city? Are you running errands and you see the buildings and you're like, oh, I should make this into a quilt. Mm -hmm. That's, that's your inspiration. That's. You need to follow that. Yeah, you need to be doing that more often, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to be quilting as much. Absolutely. Um, I have a, a photo folder on my phone where, you know, take a picture, and then I just move it right then and there, because otherwise, you know, your camera rolls, and you've got like 6,000 photos on Your, meaning my, mine. My hour. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Directed at Ashlyn. Like, your your kids, camera kids, roll. Kids, 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 kids. A couple quilts, a couple videos I think I want to make into a reel, but forgot. I think everything's quilt for me. Maybe I need a kid folder. (laughs) (laughs) So So, yeah, take all the pictures. Yeah. Notice what brings you joy. Are you reading and you're like, oh, this is beautiful. Write it down. Write it down. And like our friend Johnny Barfa said, make the quilt. Yeah. Like somebody, you need to make it because your voice matters. Yeah. You haven't made that quilt yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny, we love you. We love you. We love all of our friends. Um, And then, finally, to sign off this little topic, you get closer. Turn up the volume. Can quit your hobby. You can quit. You can quit quilting. You're allowed. Permission. We know that you've spent a lot of money. You are allowed to stop doing quilting. I mean, keep listening to this podcast. Yeah, like we're talk about all things. Don't quit us. Just quit quilting. <laughs> it's okay to shut the door. It's yeah. okay. And and it's okay to shut the door not knowing that you might quit. Yeah. You know, I shut the door for a year. And yeah. I looked at Mike, I was like, I I'm done. I am done now. He's like, mm, maybe not yet. Don't sell that machine yet. Not yet. <laughs> and I'm 
glad it came back. But yes, it's okay to put it behind you. And I, again, our quilty friend who quit for 10 years. And I don't even know their story as far as having to redo stash or yeah. machines or anything. But you can get rid of it all. Yep. You can be done. You can zero out your account. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, if you're... <laughs> If you are burned out and you need to walk away, like you've already spent the money. Mm-hmm. It's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting anybody. You can give it away. Mm-hmm. You could sell it. Do what you want. It's your stuff. Yep. So good. All right. This leads us into our next segment, which is what we're digging. We use the segment to basically just humble brag about what's going on <laughs> about stuff we like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you digging? Um, you know what? I, at the time of this recording, uh, we are, I am finishing up uh, graduation season. So I'm digging memory quilts. I love it. I'm such a baby for like graduation stuff. Kindergarten graduation, preschool graduation, like, the stupid graduation song. <laughs> As we go. Come on, Nick. Nick will layer <laughs> that in, C. I'm sure. The best song <laughs> ever. Um, yeah, I have a client right now who sent me her kids' loveys, and they are, I mean, gauze. Yeah. It's just like the thinnest <laughs> things, and she wants me to put it into a quilt, and I, I have it ready, I'm ready to quilt it, and it just, and it, it came to life exactly how I expected. Is that kid graduating? No. Oh, I was like, I don't feel like gauze blankets have been a long, around for that long, and I was like, the gauze blanket era children are graduating? No, no she's like four. <laughs> She said that it's for um, her big girl bed. Yeah, yeah, it's for her big girl bed. Oh, and I'm gonna she, cry. Why am I such a baby lately? <laughs> she, the client, said that um, her daughter has all named all. We were trying to do it in secret, but she keeps asking about it. So finally, the client was like, "I had to tell her that I'm making a quilt out of it, but it is for her big girl names. bed, and, and it's so cute." And so I, I love, I'm loving the challenge of each, each quilt, making sure the personality comes out with these people with their belongings has been such a great place to be right now yeah i'm digging our guild again (laughs) no you can't say that long time well specifically at the time of recording this we just had a local quilt show yes um and our guild is so cool and a bunch of them bought my pattern and all made the overpass quilt and we just had a like a whole, wall, whole wall of the overpass quilt in just a bunch of different fabrics and all of their unique styles. And it was really, it was cool as like a pattern designer to see what you made, but it was like way cooler and more special as a person to be like, wow, those are all the people that I love in my life. And like that quilt is that person. That's that person. Yeah. That's that person. I thought it was cool too, that like people who were attending noticed it too. Like they were, they were all on the same wall. And like, obviously we knew that they were all the same pattern, but like standing there, cause you know, you gotta like stand there and watch people watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, Oh look, these are all the same. There was one old lady standing there and like, these are all the same. And I'm like, yeah, my sister-in-law did that. Pattern. <laughs> I know her. It's so hard not to do that. But <laughs> Full disclosure. If you were there and you were like, why did this chick submit so many quilts? It's because multiple people asked me for a sample and that happened to be the sample that I gave them. And then they ended up hanging all next to each other. <laughs> I had three of them there. And one was for our friend Barbie. Uh-huh. She was hanging quilts for her quilting long arm business. And I was like, oh, you quilted this one. Let me give you this one to display. <laughs> so a sleeve on it, hand it over. Yeah. And like 
I gave three different quilts to three separate people. And so I'm thinking they're going to be in different sections. And then the next one was like, oh, this is going to be for the Utah Quilt Guild is like you can take the overpass quilt class this fall, Uh which I mean, I guess we can link if you're local and you want to take it. Um, but I'm not teaching that our friend is, so Uh I gave them a quilt to hang thinking like this is going to be by their booth. Yeah, no. Nope. It was all together. Yeah, it was all together. (laughs) And the last one was just mine that I was like, oh, I'll contribute to this cute little thing. No, they're all together. And so I just, I looked a little like a dork, but Uh, it's I don't think so. I don't think people noticed because I think it helped helped having them together because there were a couple of people that said, oh, there's a class for these because they saw them all together. It was kind of cool. Okay, good. Because I just. So, and I know that we, they were going to do a Barbie section and then it ended up being too much. Yeah, it was integrated. And it just was like, let's just hang these bad boys. So that's immediately like, oh, people just think I am. The most arrogant (laughs) a-hole. No way. Everybody loved your quilts. No, our guild's amazing. Yeah. Especially when they picked my mini quilt. (laughs) Thank you, Gigi. Charity. (laughs) Charity. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. That's our episode. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Thank you so much. You can find us on Instagram at the Grateful Thread Podcast or myself at Messy Quilts. And you can find me, Ashlyn, at Urban Dwell Studio. Don't forget to check out our merch and share on Instagram what you're up to while you listen. Also, if you have purchased merch and you can share a photo of yourself wearing it so I can stop sharing photos of myself wearing it, (laughs) that'd be real cool. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Only so many times I could take a picture of me in the bathroom saying, get this shirt. podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that if you're digging this podcast, you can help us reach our goal of 100 five-star ratings and take a quick moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so that we can grow this show and reach our donation goals and reach more fellow quilty friends. Also, if you didn't like it, feel free to shout your review deep into the forest on your next hike. <laughs> Bye, Threadheads. <laughs> there is such a thing as too white. I uh, 100% agree. There's a couple people on the internet that I'm like, Dude. your teeth are too white. <laughs> it's all I can look at like a, like a void. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a white <laughs> void. <laughs> <laughs>